In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Today is Gaudete Sunday, which comes from the Latin for rejoice. Today we take a little break from the purple of Advent in order to take a step back and rejoice in the rose. It's not pink, it's rose. And of course we all are at the points now where we can rejoice since your Christmas cards are sent. All the lights I'm sure are on the house and the bushes outside. Presents have been bought, they've been wrapped, and if you have family out, out of town, I'm sure they've been sent by now. And your tree's probably been cut and decorated, and you have had no problem keeping the schedule straight between the kids' Christmas parties, school concerts, and your own Christmas parties. And of course, I'm sure no one's gotten sick, right? Maybe not. If you're like me and like pretty much every other normal person, Advent is busy, and you get that. And in the third week of Advent now, we just might need a reminder that getting ready for Christmas actually is joyful. Now, we're not the only ones who might need a, a reminder like this, need a little encouragement, because even John the Baptist needed a Gaudete Sunday to remember that getting ready for Jesus is joyful. See, John's entire life, from the womb to his death, was preparing for Jesus' coming. But like a normal person, all that preparing can be overwhelming. So much so that the preparation actually becomes the thing, rather than that which you prepare for. And John, recognizing this, sends two of his students to ask if Jesus was, in fact, the one. Now, a simple yes would have sufficed from Jesus, but Jesus does more than simply answer the question. Jesus' healing of bodies and souls actually shows why John exists. In a sense, Jesus validates John's preparation, but then also helps John focus on the joy by remembering who, in fact, is coming. See, John's existence, his life of preparing for the way of the kingdom of God was great, as Jesus said in the last verse of the gospel reading. But none of it compares to the kingdom itself. So Jesus gives John his Gaudete Sunday today, where John can take a step back and rejoice in his preparation. Now ask any parent who's expecting the first child whether it takes a lot of preparing and you will get a resounding yes. The office needs to be changed in the baby, into the baby's room, which means new carpet, new paint, new carpet, new paint, a new dresser, new crib, new clothes, new toys. And there, there's probably more, but I, I haven't asked my wife yet. So, but there's a lot, and those preparations can overwhelm the family. 
especially when dad can't put the crib together. Or after you painted the room, you realize it's not the right color. Or those invitations for the baby showers, they haven't gone out yet. And then next week, the in-laws are coming into town. It can be overwhelming. But this is where someone needs to enter into the family's life to remind them that they have someone very special coming. And that when the baby arrives, they'll forget all the struggle of preparing. And even more than that, it'll be worth it. See, losing sight of the joy of the baby begins when the preparation becomes the thing itself. And this is why parents need a metaphorical Gaudete Sunday to remind them that the preparations are good and they can rejoice in them because of who is coming. Now, it's, just not, it's not just parents who need a Gaudete Sunday. Everyone needs one. A day to take a step back and see that as our lives change by preparing for Jesus, whether at Christmas or any other day God shows up in your life, those days will be tough. But they can also be joyful because Jesus is coming. He is real and tangible love. A beautiful little baby who will grow up and show his love for you by dying for you, rising again to show you that even in the midst of struggle, life is worth rejoicing in. So Pastor Bruzek last week preached, great, I thought, uh, wonderfully, on how a repentant life gets busy. Busy with things like Christmas sharing, gifts for grace, Bible study, giving an extra check as the year closes out. And all of this, all of this kind of life is preparing. A life of preparation. And as our lives are transformed by Jesus' coming, by the coming of Christ, and we're busy reordering our financial lives in order to give 10%, or our time, reordering our time so that we can serve our neighbor, or reordering our relationships so that community can thrive. Through all that, we might just get tired, and we might lose sight that the preparations aren't the thing. We might have an experience like John the Baptist did today, where for all the time, all the money, all the energy we spent on change, we look around and life just seems pretty much the same. And we wonder, is it worth it? Is Jesus really the one? But this is where Jesus comes this morning to remind us. By showing, not just giving us a yes, but by showing what he does. So that we can go back and say, Jesus is the guy, because he's the one who washes away our sins in baptism. He is the one who restores our relationships through the forgiveness of sins and holy absolution. He's the one who preaches the good news to the brokenhearted. And he is the one who feeds the hungry soul through the Lord's Supper. Of course he's the one. 
And because he's the one, the life of repentance is exactly the one we should be living. Even when it seems overwhelming. So this is why we have Gaudete Sunday today. To remind us why we live. We live not for the preparations, but we do live a life of preparing, of good works, so that when Jesus and the least in his kingdom show up in our midst, we might receive them with great joy. And through that same joy, change the world. So rejoice today. Keep at it. And remember, Jesus is almost here. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.